Yeah, Boyfriend Dungeon is a dating sim dungeon crawler. So that is that is quite the game. Not only do you go slashing in the dungeons, you also build a relationship with your weapon who yep. can turn into a person and you can date apparently. Yep. I saw in the trailer, I saw one of them was like, ooh, don't tickle my hilt. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I missed that. Yeah. I only saw screenshots from the thing Yeah, yeah. Me. Oh, so you didn't watch the trailer. No. Okay. What's up, everyone? Welcome into Lighthearted Gamers, episode 53. I'm your host, Alex Light, with Sparky3. Hopefully, you're having a phenomenal day. Whatever day you're listening or perhaps watching this podcast over our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Sparky3. Make sure to give us a like on the video, subscribe to the channel. Let's keep growing the channel. Uh, greatly appreciate that. We've got a pretty good episode here today. Uh, we've got uh, so a lot of reports here on a very notable trilogy that a lot of people have wanted for a very long time. Something that we've tried to throw out into the universe for years now, it feels like, for this to come involving GTA. We also have the announcement of a Pokemon Presents that's going to be taking place next week. We're going to be talking about that. And... More Blue Box Game Studios bullshit with Abandon. We're going to be talking about that here today. And as always, joining me here in studio, we got Zach. Zach, how you feeling today? I'm doing good. Can't complain. Ready to do this. That's right. As always. Yeah, that's right. Uh, next week is going to be a, a good episode as well because we will have John back on the show. He's going to be talking about the Tales of Arise demo. Uh, I'll get a chance to talk about my first thoughts on Madden 22 that drops next Friday. I'll be picking up that. I'm going to maybe dive into the new Ghost of Shima expansion as well. We'll see that comes out the same day but i might be too focused on madden but i don't know oh yeah i just remembered on tuesday also uh humankind comes out on pc are you gonna check that out yeah i already got it pre-ordered okay it's very much reminds me of civ so i'm curious how it's gonna play well, we may have a lot of games to talk about next episode, that's for sure. Uh, but speaking of talking about games, if you haven't checked out Lighthearted Gamers episode 50, I definitely recommend checking that out. That is 50 video games you absolutely need to play. That's a really fun episode to record with John and Jared and Zach all here in the studio. So make sure to go check that out and listen to some of our hot takes that we have on there. Um, you heard from Jared since then? Uh, talked to him the other day, I think. Okay. Because I thought someone took him out back after his claim of first gen. <laughs> no, we probably should have. <laughs> but no, no, I have I have heard no one's taking him out back with a shotgun. Uh, uh, make sure to go follow us on Twitter, at LHGamersPodcast. We greatly appreciate that follow. It's a great central source to get all of your gaming news. I try to share just about anything that kind of pops out. Make sure to go check out my other podcast, Anime and Plus, at Anime and Podcast over at Twitter. Uh, we got some good stuff going on over there if you're an anime manga fan. And lastly, if you want to support us further, the Patreon is a great way to do so, but do not feel obligated. Uh, but, hey, if you want to support us further, the Patreon's a great way to do it, and we would greatly appreciate that. But don't feel obligated. Just listen to the show is enough for us, man. Just be a friend, tell a friend. All right. With that said, let's go ahead. Let's jump off into the news here. Let's lead things off with a couple things. All right. Number one, another update here on Blizzard. All right. Three more senior developers have left Blizzard, including the Diablo 4 director, uh, putting Diablo 4 in probably a pretty rough spot, as well as this company. Uh, Zach, I like the joke that you made about this, where you, we were just like, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were just like, wow, we were wrong. Blizzard may not have enough money to make it out of this whole thing with how much it's just popping off and it's just a giant shit show. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Like, with everything that keeps piling up and everything, and I just thought I was like, so I guess what happened to the big corporation that would survive? 
They've really taken a hit on this one. Yes, yes. Blizzard is, is taking a massive hit. So we're going to keep tracking the situation, keep seeing what's going to pop out of it. But this obviously does put Diablo 4 in, in a pretty tough spot. But, I mean, we've seen some other games come out on top for that. Cause, I mean, here's a great example. Halo Infinite's had, like, five directors. That's yeah. that's an exaggeration. It's more like three, but close enough. Uh, I mean, it still looks it, it looks phenomenal coming out here soon. But, so, I mean, it can overcome this. But, I mean, Blizzard as a whole is in a rough spot, obviously. Uh, after that, let's uh, go ahead and let's talk a little bit about Back for Blood. The open beta has come out now, and Zach has been playing that. He's also been playing it with John. Uh, so, Zach, how has the open beta been? Have they improved any of like the possible issues that you saw with the private beta that you got into? How, yeah. is, it, is it still good? How's it going? I mean, it's still going good. They did address some quality of life issues that were found during the closed beta. Um, actually, since the, our last episode, I had a chance to do the PvP, and that's fairly interesting. Uh, four versus four more or less arena survival style. If anyone played Left 4 Dead, it's the canister game, just without the canisters. Um, so you just survive instead of filling up a gas can mm-hmm. or generator or whatever. And just, it goes through three rounds. One team survives. They set the time. Second team uh, survive, attempts to survive longer than that time. As written, you get mutation points for hurting the sort of cleaners and everything to give buffs to your f- trees of special infect and then also the common to make them better and spawn more of them in each wave and whatnot. And just switches back and forth, best two out of three rounds. It was fairly entertaining. It was fun playing the red and whatnot, but uh, with, that, with enough coordination, you can more or less stop anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> then got to play some more of the campaign mode with our f- friend John and the difficulties scale hard. Oh, okay, it. okay. So there's three difficulties. Survivor, which is more or less just feels like a simple arcade shooter. You can run through that pretty easily with no issue. Um, the next one up is Veteran. And Veteran, to me, feels like playing the original Left 4 Dead series on expert difficulty. Oh, okay. And that was the hardest difficulty of Left 4 Dead because right. you need actual team coordination to survive. <laughs> and you need actual a decent or actually made deck to help you because I mean you can get through the entire set of uh, eight levels that are available currently in the beta with just a deck you throw together 15 cards but my thing is so far anytime I've played veteran haven't been able to beat the finale just because every time you shoot off a shell it just spawns more and more and more specials mm-hmm. till they just overrun you so you need a lot of coordination there people with full decks for that and that's just with eight levels. And from what I'm getting, playing each act is going to have four sets of four levels. So an act is 12 stages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it'll be rough. Because unlike on the uh, Survivor Gifty, as you get hit, um, the zombies do what's called trauma damage. And it decreases your max health. And the only way to get it back is to find a medicine cabinet, which costs 400 copper each use to uh, bring your health back up. And you use that a lot, so you don't have a lot of copper in this game. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, last night I was playing with John and one of his friends, Peter. For most of our run, we were below, like, a third of our health for most of the run. Mm-hmm. And then there's one more mode after that nightmare, which I assume is just, if you don't have communication, coordination, and actually specialized decks, you might as well not run it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't see you getting very far. 
Right. But overall, it was still fun, even though, like, the difficulty scale goes hard. It's very fun, challenging, mm-hmm. and makes you want to actually be able to find whatever build or teamwork you need to to beat it. So, I mean, overall, we failed in the end after running it for four hours. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was long. Damn. Um, But we still had fun with it, even if though we failed at the end, unfortunately. Right. Okay. Well, also shout out to Back for Blood because it has officially gone gold. Uh, for anyone that does not know what that term means, that means that the game is basically done and it is officially being printed onto disc, getting ready to be released. So that means no more delays, that we are good to go. The game is coming out October 12th. October 12th. So shout out to that for it going gold. All right. So let's hop up from there. We're going to actually introduce a new short little segment here on this show going forward. Uh, it's going to be the rumor mill segment. So the point of this segment is is to shout out small rumors that are literally just like, hey, take it with a grain of salt. This is out there. It doesn't have a lot of backing. It could be true. could be false. We're not going to necessarily talk about it and really dive into it. I've learned my lesson on that of not taking a lot of time on rumors that have like no facts behind it. So this is just literally like, hey, this is, could potentially happen. Possibly get excited, but keep your expectations kind of low. Okay. All right. So we got four things here on the lineup that I want to shout out. The first one, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League could be delayed to 2023. Uh, that is set to come out sometime next year. And uh, here coming up in about a couple months is the DC fandom. If this is going to be delayed, I would expect to see it there. So just keep your just keep that in mind going into DC fandom if you're looking forward to this game uh there is also a rumor that there is a ps5 exclusive souls game in development by from software i have seen that one gain a little bit more traction online from a couple different news sources uh this one is actually kind of interesting uh, apparently sly cooper 5 is apparently in development and it's not by sucker punch so that is a bad that's a big one of take it with a grain of salt but i mean i would expect that's going to happen eventually I mean, let's be real. I, I would expect that, but it's just a matter of when. But apparently it is in development now. And then the last one, and this one has gained a little bit of traction as well from a couple of the insiders that I personally follow myself who have kind of nodded where it's like, yeah, I've kind of heard that too, is that uh, there's apparently a new Twisted Metal in development, and that will be coming out in 2023. I mean, I'd be hyped for that one because there has been a Twisted Metal since PS3. So, yeah, I'd be very happy with that. Yeah. So, like I said, for the rumor mill, it's uh, just take it with a grain of salt. Don't shoot the messengers. We're just trying to let you know what's out there. Uh, I've started digging, you know, a little bit deeper, trying to find some smaller things. So, if it does come true, I can be like, hey, we called that a long time ago. Well, we didn't call it. We just said, you know, hey, this is a possibility. We dug it out of the newborn (laughs) soil it was just put in. Yes, exactly. That's the best way to put it. So, again, take all that with a grain of salt. We'll see what happens over time. All right, let's actually jump into the quick news for this uh, for this week. Uh, Halo has officially received its rating over in Australia for the campaign and the multiplayer. So that does kind of indicate that we are probably set to come out this year. Uh, I know it's already been said. I know Phil Spencer said that he's felt good about the release for this year, even though we don't have a release date, which I'm assuming for the release date, they, like we've talked about before, they're basically waiting on Call of Duty yeah. to get their release date out so they don't have too many big releases at the same time. Uh, but that does kind of indicate that it will be coming out this year and not being delayed. So let's look forward to that. Uh, there, uh, If you haven't checked this out, if you haven't heard this recently, uh, Sony purchased a uh, crunchy roll from i believe at&t or I yes. be- I, yeah at&t had crunchy roll sony has purchased them for like two point something billion dollars mm-hmm. i think uh with that said 
Sony is considering um, creating a higher paid subscription tier of PS Plus that will include Crunchyroll. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, I do question if it's going to be like the base version of Crunchyroll because there's like, isn't there like a base version, like more like a premium edition, there's I think? There's a base premium, then there is, I forget what they say, but there's another one above just the regular premium. But I want to say like the, uh, like the uh, there is three, you are yes. right. I want to say like two and three, the only real benefits you get, I think, is like store benefits, right? Um, some store benefits, uh, access to some exclusive sweepstakes, and no ads on your players. I thought the base edition that you paid for it had no ads. Because I think Crunchyroll is free, but you're going to have ads. Yes. Okay. So I would assume that if they do end up creating this new special tier, it would it would just be the base edition. It wouldn't be one of the premiums. But, uh, I mean, shout out to that if it ends up happening. We'll see. Uh, talking about the Call of Duty, we just mentioned it. Uh, apparently, it is set to be titled Vanguard. It is set to be revealed on 819 with a rumored release of November 5th. That November 5th release date is very, very interesting because then it kind of puts it, it's like, okay, if that ends up being true, Where's Halo going to fall? Because yeah. uh, I think uh, Forza comes out beginning of November, right? Yes. So are they going to make Halo maybe beginning of December, end of November, sometime in October? I don't know. We'll see. Chief rolling up with a Santa hat with a bunch of gifts Hell of yes. assault rifles and BRs. It's like, here you go. <laughs> BRs for everybody. Let's go. So uh, if that ends up being true, you know, we'll, I would very much expect to see the Halo release date probably sometime very shortly after that. So we could we could get lucky and we could get the Halo Infinite release uh, by the end of this month, which would be pretty cool. You know, now I'm hoping it's for December because now I want a Santa grunt. Santa grunt would be pretty nice. I'm here for that. I'm here for that. Uh, now this one, it, this was kind of unfortunate. I was really looking forward to this. I had it marked on my calendar. I had a countdown on my phone. I was looking forward to this one. Uh, Life is Strange Remastered Collection has been delayed to 2022. Big bummer there. Uh, they are focusing on, you know, True Colors coming out as well as, I believe, like some DLC coming out for it as well, yeah. they announced. But, uh, you know, and they did further specify with COVID-19 and the pandemic and working uh, distant, you know, remotely and everything, you know, did play into this decision. So remastered collection being delayed 2022. That is a bummer. I was really looking forward to picking these games back up. COVID still killing date night. COVID is still killing date night. I feel bad for uh, our other friends, Zach and John. Their date nights are ruined at least until next year. Well, I mean, they got True Colors. They'll have yeah, that. They'll, they'll have that. They'll have that date night, so they'll be in good shape. Uh, so we do have some news out of Remedy, which is uh, which this is actually pretty cool. If you're a big Remedy fan, like I know our friend Jimmy, who's been on the show, is a massive Remedy fan. But I gotta say, I want to. I got all right. Hold on, I gotta say this. All right. I sent Jimmy this news because I feared he'd be really happy, and he shrugged you off. Basically, he's negative Nancy, man. Jimmy, if you're listening, fuck you. I'm not sending you news anymore. But yeah, he's like negative Nancy. I mean, he's just like, oh, yeah, I mean, that, don't get me wrong, man. That is cool. But he's like, I've been hurt too many times. I'm just like, okay, I, I can get you that. Like, I can't. But be excited about something, please. All I see now as I picture Jimmy in my freaking window and just casually seeing like Alan Wake. Alan Wake, Alan Wake, it just every time it just gets struck down by something. Yes, yes, yes. So, uh, fuck you, Jimmy. I'm not sending you good news anymore. You're trying to be a nice guy over here and get him excited for something, but hey, whatever. But anyway, the Remedy news. Uh, okay, so the team apparently now has over 300 developers. Uh, Control has really built up a large audience now, passing 10 million players. The newer, uh, big, bigger budget Control game is in the early concept phase. That is something that we have reported on before. And there is new now a AAA project with Epic Games is now in full production. 
Now, when it comes to that, this is a take, you know, take it with a grain of salt. This is strictly rumor mill uh, situation here. Um, there is the rumor that the Remedy Epic Games uh, collab here is Alan Wake 2, actually. So, I know Jimmy would be big pumped for that if that's true. You know, as much as I would be happy for Alan Wake 2, just because this is just a collaboration, right? And not the, because the AAA thing is something else entirely at this time as far as we're aware, right? Well, no, the AAA, um, the AAA with the AAA project is with Epic Games. Like Epic Games okay. and Remedy are working together. Okay, because I was more afraid that it was going to be Fortnite. They, it was going to be Fortnite. <laughs> Alan Wake. They do Alan Wake universe in Fortnite, which would be sort of cool, but it's Fortnite. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, no, this is Epic Games and Remedy working together on this game, a new AAA project. Um, like I said, take it with a grain of salt, but apparently it could be Alan Wake too. We'll see. Still, fuck you, Jim. I'm not sending you good news anymore, bitch. Uh, all right, so we did have the announcement of a Pokemon Presents. These are always very exciting if you're a Pokemon fan. And, of course, you know, Pokemon fans are going to have their hopes all over the place. I've already seen Gen 9 trending. <laughs> please fucking stop with that. Temper our expectations, please, please. It's not going to be Gen 9. Let's be fucking real here. Um, now, the Pokemon Presents obviously does confirm it will have news on Brilliant Diamond, uh, Shining Pearl, as well as Pokemon Legends, and more. Uh, this uh, Pokemon Presents is going down on August 18th at 6 a.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. It's going to be 28 minutes long, which is the longest Pokemon Presents ever. Um, yeah, I was just going to say, well, wasn't the one of the last ones they had like Post Malone or something play? That, that was like a Pokemon uh, Pokemon Day thing or something. Okay. I, don't, I don't remember what it was. But yeah, you, yeah, you are right, though. Uh, and now, my thoughts on what the more is going to be. Uh, definitely Pokemon Unite. I would expect something with Blastoise. Uh, we'd possibly get the release date for Blastoise, which would be pretty good. Maybe even Shadow Dropped next week. I would not be surprised by that. Um, I would finally expect Pokemon Sleep. That was announced like two years ago and still radio silence on that. Probably something on Pokemon Masters, probably something on Pokemon Go. Uh, maybe another update of Pokemon Snap coming later this year. Maybe that's a possibility. Maybe trigger people with more free content. Yeah, let's just make them mad. Uh, now, I will say something I did come across. Uh, Centro Pokemon, if you're a Pokemon fan if you're on and if you're on Twitter, then you probably know what Centro is. Centro is one of the most notable leakers out there when it comes to Pokemon where they do a lot of data mining and they can get a lot of inside information. Uh, and they're, they have a very strong track record of being... Incorrect. They've had some misses, as all do. But one thing they did put out, I'm assuming it's because they've gotten they've got they've gotten some inside sources on what this is going to be. Is they have told people to keep their expectations very very low with Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl in terms of uh, when Nintendo and Game Freak said that these are faithful remakes. They were apparently not kidding, is what they said. These are very faithful remakes of Diamond and Pearl. Which does disappoint me. I'm not going to lie. I'm still going to get these games day one. I'm a Gen 4 fanboy. Uh, but that does disappoint me because I'm going to be real. Even though I'm a Gen 4 fanboy, Diamond and Pearl really aren't great games. They are. I mean, they're good, yes. But Platinum is light years better. Like, I mean, they everything that could that needed to be improved on in Diamond and Pearl was immensely better in Platinum. So that also means if these are faithful remakes like this, like Centro is saying... And don't and keep your expectations very low. I guess that means they're only going to have three fire Pokemon in the entire game, and that's going to be Chimchar, Monferno, and Infernape. Well, damn. Because that's all Diamond and Pearl had. They had no fire Pokemon in the game, except for the <laughs> starter. That's it. 
And I, I guess I think I think Heat Ran was technically part of the decks, but he wasn't easily obtained. Like it had to be via code or something. And then Platinum is when they introduced Mag Mortar, which is considered a fourth gen mon. You had you, you could get Heat Ran in the game, and then they just added other fire types because like in, I remember in my first Platinum run, I ran like Houndoom, for example. Gotcha. But other than like that, they don't have fire Pokemon in Gen Four. So if you want a fire Pokemon, you're shit out of luck unless you pick the starter. Uh, so that is a little disappointing. I was hoping it was going to be like an ORAS uh, situation where it's like Ruby and Sapphire, but they brought in a lot of Emerald elements. And, I, you know, like I said, Centro could be wrong. So we could get you know Diamond and Pearl with a lot of Platinum elements, which would be super dope. Like go to the uh, the Distortion world would be really cool. As well as go to like the, um, I think it's called Iron Island maybe. I don't remember. But I know you can go over there and you can battle with um, one of like the uh, tycoon leaders, whatever, who's like the father for your rival, uh, Barry. And uh, I think you can battle the uh, the Fire Elite four member and the uh, and Volkner, the Electric Gym leaders, in a tag duo match because they're best buddies. Whatever that island was called, that's also where you got Heat Ran and stuff. That was all on Pokemon Platinum. So if we could do all that, that'd be dope. But if it is really faithful remakes, yikes. Uh, but they also went on to further say that all of the hype is going to be with Pokemon Legends. That's where all the hype for this direct is going to be, which is pretty exciting. I, I personally would not expect any new games. Um, if it is going to be, if you get any new games, it's going to be like a very small, you know, yeah, minimal game. Yeah, it won't be a big deal. You know, people with the Gen 9 stuff, fucking let's calm that shit down. You're not, you're not even going to get that possibility at Gen 9 until February of next year. And I wouldn't even consider Gen 9 then because Legends would have just come out like a month prior, you know? Yeah. So let's calm down, Pokemon fans. There is only one guarantee that I can give you out of the Pokemon Presents. There's gonna be disappointed fans. That's the one. Oh, that's always. Yeah, that's yeah. anything Nintendo. Either you can always guarantee dis, uh, disappointed fans. Either way, I'm looking forward to talking about that. Like I said earlier, John will be on the next episode of Lighthearted Gamers to talk about Tales of Arise, the demo that's coming out, and he's a Pokemon player as well, so he can give his thoughts on this Pokemon Presents that pops out this week. Uh, we did have an Indie World that popped out uh, this week, which those are always kind of interesting to check out. Let's go through a little recap here of all the games announced. Uh, Bomb Rush Cyber Funk, which is kind of like a um, Jet Set Run. Is that what it's called? Is that a game? Is that Jet Set Radio. Jet Set Radio. Jet Set Runs a, a, from My Hero Academia. My bad. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's kind of like this, this uh, Bomb Rush seems to be like a spiritual successor for that. We have Toem, which is like a picture-taking game of some sort. Loop Hero, Far, Changing Tides, uh, Necro Barista, Final Pour, Garden Story, Boyfriend Dungeon, uh, Axiom Verge 2. A lot of people are really pumped up about that one. Uh, Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon, Islanders Console Edition, Metal Slug Tactics. You got another look at gameplay yes. on that one. Uh, Tetris Effect Connected, another way to play Tetris on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, Astroneer, 100 Days, Slime Rancher, Plortable Edition. I did have to fact check myself when I read that before the show. So did I mistype that? No, it is Plortable Edition. Uh, Lumber Bear Jack, Curious Expedition 2, Gang Beast, and Eastward. Uh, Zach, do you have any thoughts about any of these games that was announced besides boyfriend dungeon god boyfriend dungeon what kind of fucking game is that man i mean it's one of the many that have spawned since how to full boyfriend blew up for some strange reason and people enjoy dating pigeons yeah boyfriend dungeon is a dating sim dungeon crawler so that is that is quite the game not only do you go slashing in the dungeons you also build a relationship with your weapon who yep. can turn into a person and you can date apparently yep i saw in the trailer i saw one of them's like who don't tickle my hilt and i'm like oh my god 
<laughs> I missed that. Yeah. I only saw screenshots from the thing. Yeah, yeah. Me. Oh, so you didn't watch the trailer. No. Okay. Yeah, in the trailer, it was like, I think it was the, one of the, like, the, the female uh, characters that you can get in a relationship with. She she popped out of her sword form to human, whatever. She's like, don't tickle my hilt. And I'm like, oh my fucking God. <laughs> this game is such a meme. I mean, out of these games, Loop Hero's fun. It's been on PC for a while. Eastward, I enjoy it. It's, it's uh, more or less just a scenic game you go you're a painter you go around painting stuff and can do things for townspeople in the village it's a nice scenic game just to walk around and enjoy um metal gear slug tactics yeah i, know I mean still one. waiting for it to release yeah i know you're excited for that yeah um i mean tetris is tetris yeah <laughs> astroneer's been out for a while so if you're into space exploration and just freaking deep uh Harvesting planets, by all means, it's you. Right. Friggin' terraforming entire planets in that <laughs> game. Mm, Slime Ranch is sort of old. Right. It's, everyone pretty knows. It's about up there in the GTA and Skyrim of, I'm going to be on everything. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Necro Barista. So I actually looked at that. That was, I'm not going to play it, but I was very confused by the whole, uh, necro part of it right and a whole thing of uh they're serving coffee to the souls of the dead or something like that mm -hmm. i didn't deep dive into it but i sort of glanced at the trailer and so i was just like i'm not sure what this game is <laughs> right me personally i don't have any real takeaways I'm, I'm just not a big indie guy i do wish i was i really do uh, i want to be able to you know i wish i could was more of an indie guy to support those creators I, i've dabbled in a few indie games here and there that are fun i gotta say I might play Boyfriend Dungeon. I'm curious. I mean, if you do, record it. I, okay, I will. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm a tickler hilt. I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. Uh, you know. None of these games really jumped out at me. I am kind of curious with Metal Slug Tactics, even though I've never played Metal Slug at all. But, the, you know, this game is, is something that did catch my eye. I mean, the, another one you might want to look at is Axiom Verge 2. Uh, yeah. A lot of people have been saying this is sort of a nice little before Metroid comes out yeah uh, i have seen that axiom verge 2 has been received very well so far mm -hmm. uh that everyone's having a blast with it so that is one that i, I did look at as well but uh, i mean it, it is cool that it, uh it, it is always neat to see an indie world pop out because you know it's giving a chance for these smaller creators to like, put their ideas out there and the thing that's neat about the smaller creators the indie games is that uh they'll do a lot of weird shit because yes, i mean they, they have nothing to lose you know i mean they, they got you know yeah their time and some money but it's not like it's not like it's a big budget game that's going to cost them their career or something you know it's just like hey we we have the opportunity to really come up with some wild ass ideas let's see what we can do so it is interesting to see indie worlds here and there uh let's talk about some more nintendo news that we got going on uh so possibly a kirby announcement on the way we'll see the official kirby website did uh update recently with like six different new items across the website but no one knows why or what they're for so just kind of throwing that out there for you to potentially keep in mind you could get a Kirby announcement here in the near future I know I've been seeing some reports that will get uh, some sort of uh, another Nintendo um, something next month you know before this indie world was announced um, it was the possibility of another direct uh, partner showcase or indie world now that we had the indie world I would either put money on a Nintendo direct or a partner showcase uh, I don't know uh, I do think a Nintendo Direct next month is possible, but it is Nintendo, so with that being said, it'll probably be a partner showcase. More than likely. Uh, all right, let's talk about some more retro gaming and all that All that shit's popping off. Uh, a sealed copy 
of Super Mario Brothers sold for $2 million. Jesus Christ, this just keeps rising. Every time we turn around, we had the Mario 64 that sold for like 1.1. The Zelda sold for however much. There was another Mario one that sold for however much. But $2 million for a sealed Super Mario Brothers. That's and it, Obviously, it's like near perfect condition. It's like, a, it's like It was apparently like a rare copy and stuff like that. That's just insane to me. Like, like how much how much further is this going to go? You know, and, and, and I'm curious how much it's going to continue to stretch into other generations of gaming because that you know we already saw Mario 64 so we're now into that generation yeah. of gaming basically so is it going to are we going to get over to like GameCube and PS2 era soon is that going to be like maybe next year we'll start seeing those games like really spike like that or are we still going to stick within you know the realm that we're currently in up to the Nintendo 64 generation I could see it going over to GameCube and PlayStation 2 just because there is not a whole lot of uh backwards compatible with those. I mean, those do have catalogs out there through PlayStation and other things, but for, like, full catalogs of old PlayStation 2 or GameCube games, you actually have to have the system to mess with. Yeah, one thing that I'm curious if we'll ever see it pop up as, like, a sealed copy or, you know, whatever, or if we see it pop up and run for a high price is um, a Donkey Kong Country, like, tournament edition game i'm curious if we'll ever see that pop up and sell the only reason that popped in my head is because i remember a while back at a local game exchange here where we live uh someone actually had a copy of donkey kong country like tournament edition uh which what the tournament edition is is uh that it basically it's like the same level over and over again Mm -hmm. and it's just like you know it's like super quick you know you can't really do other stuff in the game because it's it's meant for a speed run tournament whatever and uh game exchange like literally told this guy hey don't fucking sell this to us. You can make so much money selling this elsewhere. He's just like, no, man, I really need the money right now. So, that, I mean, they sold it to him, and he got, like, a few hundred bucks out of it, like, up to, like, $500 or something. But, like, they, like apparently what I was told is, like, from like from the people that worked at the store, like, they were just like, we were begging him not to sell this to us because he can make so much money, like, thousands of dollars elsewhere. So I'm curious if something like that will ever pop up. I would up. have bought that shit up instantly. Right. Right, I don't know what they ran the price for. I I, I don't remember. Uh, I know it wasn't in the store for very long. I do remember that it was not there very long. It sold pretty quickly. Dang, I wish I was with you because I would have bought that up instantly. <laughs> I bet you would have. <laughs> you would have bust up that vault real quick. So I don't know. That's something to watch out for. You know, it, you know, I'm curious if we'll ever see like a Donkey Kong Country like tournament edition, whatever, run for that sort of price. Um, a couple of little more things involving Nintendo here is number one, uh, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword tops July sales charts in the U.S. So much for boycotting that game, right? You know, boycotts on Nintendo games go so well. L- looking at Pokemon <laughs> Sword. Shield now looking at this. You know, I mean, really, if you guys really don't like what Nintendo does with some of their directions and stuff, just don't buy the game. It's not hard. You know, but it's like we were saying when all the bitching was coming out, me, you, and John, the shit's going to sell anyway. Yeah, no, it's going to sell. You know, people want the game, you know, so, I mean, hey, so good job boycotting, I guess. I mean, there's but. people who don't honestly don't care and just going to buy it anyways and just ignore the boycott. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But I mean, hey, I, I mean, I'm glad to see that at top of the July sale starts. That's pretty dope. Um, the last little bit of uh, Nintendo news that we got here is uh, there are reports that uh, Xenoblade Three is nearing its closing stages. You know, last week we made a little plug that the voice actress for one of the characters may have recently let it slip, uh, or it kind of indicated that she's working on a new project involving Xenoblade, which would be Xenoblade Three. Yeah. Uh, so when it comes to this report, I feel like it's um. I feel like it's too perfect timing 
from when the, the report with the voice actors came out to now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like it's a little too perfect time, so I'm kind of iffy on it. But apparently, the reveal is soon with a 22 uh, with a 22 release. Which, if the reveal is soon, it would kind of line up with a potential Nintendo Direct uh, next month. Um, I will say, if this does happen. This will be a mirror of the 2017 year of the Switch release because in 2017 we had Breath of the Wild, Mario and Rabbids, uh, Splatoon 2, and Xenoblade 2. 2022, we already have confirmed Splatoon 3, Mario and Rabbids 2, and Breath of the Wild 2, and now Xenoblade 3. You see what I'm saying? So that if we could get a mirror next year. So I, I don't know. It is something to kind of watch for if we're going to have Xenoblade 3 get announced sometime soon. But I don't know. I do feel like that's a little too perfect of timing. I feel like uh, maybe some new source just wanted to capitalize on that interview that she did and just kind of run with it and maybe get some clicks or something. I don't know. But, I mean, it is something just to watch out for. We'll see. All right, let's jump over to some bigger news. We got a couple, you know, a couple big things. Obviously, You're gonna be, we're going to talk about the Blue Box Game Studios bullshit that's happened this past week. Jesus Christ, what a meme this has become, as well as the GTA trilogy that is being reported all over the place. Let's kick things off with GTA. All right, so with this trilogy, uh, this does kind of line up with the uh, the report with the Take Two report that we talked about mm-hmm. last week or the week before. I don't remember where they had a bunch of um, like remasters or remakes or port ups in their pipeline for the next year or yep. so. This falls into that category. There, this trilogy, of course, will be the PlayStation Two era games of GTA Three, Vice City, and San Andreas. It's projected with a with an October November release. It will be released on P on PC, PS4, and five xbox one xbox series uh the switch mobile and stadia all three remasters will use unreal engine with a mix of old and new visuals uh the pc and mobile ports could potentially slip to 2022 rockstar dundee is leading the project which is why rockstar dundee has gotten very small projects over the past like year or two i believe rockstar dundee i don't remember the name of the original um uh, company that they were, but I want to say they've done Crackdown. I could be wrong. Whenever they were their original studio, I could be wrong on that. Uh, this I thought was kind of interesting. Apparently, this will be digital only. I thought that was kind of interesting, but whatever. And then a little extra tidbit here. This is more of a rumor mill, take it with a grain of salt situation here. Is uh, the report is that there could be a remaster of Red Dead Redemption One, but that port will be very heavily depended on the performance of the GTA trilogy, which I can get. You know, Rockstar basically wants to, Rockstar and Take Two basically wants to see if it's worth their time to bring up these older games, you know what I mean? And yeah. if the sales are gonna perform well. I mean I'm gonna be curious about it because I does all those games came out almost a decade ago now easily. More than that. Yeah. Remember, we're in 2021 yeah, now. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's weird been, to think about it's that. It's probably but. been two decades. So yeah, <laughs> those were all super heavy polygon uh, characters and whatnot. So the fact that they say old and new graphics, I'm just thinking, what the heck are those games going to look like? Right. If they look something like GTA 5, since they're using Unreal Engine, so mm-hmm. it's not going to be anywhere near those polygons. Yeah. They're going to have to try really hard to make them look like polygons. <laughs> True. Um, so, I mean, those are probably going to just feel like entirely new games, honestly, yeah. just with how long it's been since they were released. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, the, these are some of the most, like, treasured games um, for GTA fans, especially San Andreas, of course. And, um, you know, for me personally, I have very hard fallen out of GTA. You know, to give you an example of how hard. So, you know, if you guys happen to watch episode 50, 
when we got over to, I'll go ahead and, you know, this is an obvious one that would be on the list. Elder Scrolls on that list. Zach has really never played Skyrim. Zach's level of never playing Skyrim is me with GTA 5. I've played maybe two hours of GTA 5 in the last almost 10 years that this game has been out. So I have very much fallen out of GTA. But even though that's said, I plan to pick this up. Because San Andreas is just a lot of dumb fun. Vice City's fun too. GTA 3 is fun. But San Andreas is just like peak, man. That's some good shit. So I plan to pick this up, especially because I, I want to see this sell well. Because I would love for that Red Dead Redemption 1 remake. That'd be or remaster, however, whatever it's gonna be, remaster. I would love to see that happen. Absolutely love that. That'd be super cool. Um, you know, is this something that you plan to pick up? I mean, I might look at it. I don't know if I'd definitely pick it up. Um I'm not a big GTA fan anymore either. Yeah. I mean, I used to play back then. I played a tons of three and played Vice City. Right. Miss San Andreas, but. Oh, did you? Yeah. I definitely say you should pick this up then. San Andreas is definitely a lot of fun. Uh, I, I kind of just fell out of it after four. I loved four. Four was, uh, was fantastic. I loved Nico as a character. Um, but four is where I, I finally fell out. But yeah, if you haven't played San Andreas, I definitely say pick this up. But I mean, I hope to see this sell well. Uh, and I, I think it will. I really do. Because, uh, you know, GTA, as we've seen with GTA 5, salesman selling over 150 million copies within the last you know eight to ten years that it's been out there's going to be a lot of new fans that have only played gta 5 or have only played four and five that are going to pick this up and there's going to be a lot of older fans that's played these that are going to pick these up for nostalgia i'm curious now because since these all of those games are two generations old that are they still going to have all their cheat codes available because that was very those came out very heavily during the cheat code era they did, and I'm gonna really hope they do. Cause I want I want to like get into San Andreas, get my jetpack, and start flying around. So I'm gonna hope they do. <laughs> that's gonna be ideal. Cause I just thought about it. Cause that's sort of something that has disappeared ever since the yeah, 360 has. and PS3 area. PS2 and Xbox were sort of the last times where cheat codes were really a thing. I mean, I sort of missed that era, but it was very much a thing of at the time. Mm-hmm. I don't really think people would enjoy it too much now. Right. But I think cheat codes have mostly just changed to. Um, special modes <laughs> right who remembers brady games cheat cheat code books right here man good times like they would come out with one every year whatever yeah. it's like you know brady games secret cheat codes 2003 2004 if i you know what dude if i if i went over to like you know you know the house i, I was raised in whatever mm-hmm. if i went over there and i i dug through some boxes i guarantee you i could probably find some cheat code books uh, i got uh 2007 through 2011 off in a shelf Nice, nice. Yeah, throwback there. Hopefully, I unlock someone's core memory here today with those books. But no, I would love. I hopefully those uh, remain in the game. One random tidbit that I am wondering um, with, and I would imagine it may get taken out. I wonder if they'll keep the uh, multiplayer mode in San Andreas because there was a multiplayer mode. You went to one like certain area in the map, and you would be able to initiate it. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that'll get uh, dropped, kind of like we saw with Mass Effect Three. That getting dropped. I wonder if it'll be, it will get dropped or remain in the game. Mm, don't know. Couldn't say. I mean, eh, I could see them taking it out, but I I, th- I would probably say they would be. But if they didn't, that'd be a lot of fun. That that'd be a lot of fun. It, that was fun playing multiplayer on that game. Um, but I mean, it is cool to see this trilogy. Uh, you know, more than likely coming on the way from everything that we're seeing. This is like a long, long time asked trilogy that a lot of people have wanted, and uh, I do expect it to sell well. I really do. I, I would be I would be shocked if it didn't sell well. I really would. Um, so hopefully that does set up for a Red Dead Redemption One remake or remaster here in the future. Um, so I mean I don't know if you guys have never played Three Vice City or San Andreas I definitely recommend checking it out. It is cool to see this coming over to Switch. That is cool. 
Yeah, no, that's definitely interesting. I mean, Switch has slowly been gaining its catalog, yep. so it's good seeing this stuff is actually now being considered with Switch. So, yep. um, sort of nice for Switch players going forward because you can sort of assume that most AAA games actually have a pretty good chance to go over to Switch now and everything. Yeah, they do. And, uh, you know, one thing that uh, one people have, have always kind of wanted is they've wanted GTA Five over on the Switch. And uh, from what I've kind of gathered on that is the big holdup has always been GTA Online mm-hmm. has been the holdup. Because let's be real. Uh, let's be fucking real. GTA Five, the camp, the story, the single player experience that would go over to Switch fucking fine. Yeah, let's no. be. Let's look. I mean, let's look at The Witcher. Let's look at Skyrim. Like it would be fine over there. But apparently, the holdup has been GTA Online, and Rockstar hasn't wanted to separate the two. Yeah. Well, coming into this new generation of of um you know of gaming with the PS Five and Xbox Series, you know, I, I if I remember correctly, they are starting to separate it. Where rock, you know, um. Uh, GTA Online is kind of going to kind of be its standalone thing, you know, going over into this new generation. So with them making that change after this trilogy comes out, maybe you might see GTA 5 come to Switch sometime next year. We'll see. Or hell, fuck, maybe uh, next month if we do get a direct, maybe you see GTA 5 announced. (laughs) Who knows, man? I don't know. All right, so with that said, let's go over from there. Let's uh, finish off the show talking about this goddamn bullshit that is blue box games. Oh, my God, dude, man. All right. With everything that's been going on at this point, I just expect a nice little picture of it was me, Kojima, the whole time. Dude, I'm saying, man. All right. So as we've talked about for like the past two, two, three episodes, this past Tuesday, we were supposed to have the real time experience app launch, which is going to include like the trailer and going to, you know, give you a really like, you know, intense, you know, vibe of what the game's going to be, blah, blah, blah. All right, didn't launch, okay? Didn't launch. There was apparently a graphical error. <laughs> you know what? You saying that? We might have actually got our experience. It's called Abandoned, right? Oh, my God, <laughs> dude. What a, That's true. What a meme. This whole thing's a meme, dude. Like, I, I can't even with this anymore. It's so funny, though. I am so drawn into this situation. It is so funny to I mean, me. it's ridiculous. I mean, it would be very funny if what I just thought of as you say it should, is the whole experience was being abandoned. Right. Yeah. That, that's, that's basically what happened. It really was. Because when it came to this situation, man, you know, it it didn't app, you know, it didn't launch whatever because they were just like, they, they tweet out there was a graphical error that they found that they're working on a patch. It'll be up shortly. They tweeted, it's like, we're still working on it. It's all, a day goes by. Still nothing. Here's a little tidbit on that that could back up your, your claim. And, it, you know, and obviously this whole thing is probably just a giant joke, but backing up your claim here, normally when there's a patch that's in the works or in development, it does have to go through PlayStation and Sony, mm-hmm. and it will pop up on some sort of board. There was nothing that ever popped up for them. So there was no actual patch that was being worked on at any point, apparently. But there was like they had multiple tweets about this, where it's just like, we're working on it. Even in these tweets, they literally say, we're 100% real. real. I'm like, oh my fucking God, I, this is such a meme. And then when it finally did launch like a day later... It was literally the same fucking Twitter video they put up a few days prior when they were just like, are you ready? Are you excited? Which is just some guy walking. That's all it was. That's all it was. Was a guy walking. You see like some floorboards, whatever. You see some planks and you see some feet. A guy walk by and that's it. That is all the little trailer was. And that's exa- and that's the same fucking video they put up on Twitter like three or four days ago leading up to this. It's like, what the hell is going on with this damn game? And then they delete the Twitter thread of all the patch notes that they were trying to put out. That that whole thread got deleted. 
what the hell is blue? And then, man, leading up into this, leading up into this, I sent you a couple things. I, Koji- yeah, no, you sent you sent me a fun thing. Alex sent me in the middle of the day a thing of Kojima apparently on his Twitter posted a picture of him listening to a song, and someone pieced together that it was the song from the trailer of Abandoned being played on Kojima's Sony Blue Box phone. Yes, and we'll see. You know, he, you know, and. I guess this is him still fucking trolling with us and him wanting to still trying to keep you out of the loop, whatever, try to keep you guessing. He's posted that same phone like four more times since every single day. It's like yeah. where he's like, good morning. And he's, you know, he's showing a song he's listened to. The dude's changed his case like every day. Yeah. But on that particular Tuesday, he had a blue case on that Sony device is sus as fuck. Like, man, the memes of this is unreal. It's ridiculous, and the only bad part is that Kojima has done things like this, and the fact that, in which, God forbid, this could be a witch hunt, and people are just, because of the ridiculousness, and just the fact that Kojima has done crap like this, and the only thing I can think of is, uh, even all this, and whether whatever abandoned ends up being, whether it's an actual thing or something else, all I can see is this is just a big old... Uh, show for Kojima to show something off where this is all just a side show and we're all being distracted this and Kojima's often behind the curtains doing something else and just right. he's going to pop up with his own production <laughs> studio. Hey, this is here. Hey, there's the new Silent Hill and everyone's like, the hell is abandoned? Right, right, exactly. And, uh, you know, another little tidbit that I just came across earlier is apparently Hassan, uh, whatever his last name is, the guy who's the founder of Blue Box, apparently he recently updated his Twitter profile cover photo and it's now a picture of, a, of an island and it's a certain island apparently i have not fact checked this so i do not i'm not quoting saying that this is a hard fact this is what i see uh, people are saying is that this island is a certain island over in japan i don't know the actual name but the english translation for it is fucking kojima so it's just like okay well what what more can we go on with this uh well actually we do have more because someone did some some history, some digging up some history on Blue Box, which is very curious that there is actually history because there are actually things here that you can still look up today. Like it's it's out there and it's a thing. Like this is not just someone making shit up. So it does raise questions about Blue Box Game Studios, where it's just like, did Kojima just randomly like pick them out? It's like you're gonna be my victim. I'll pay you a lot of money to fuck yourself. Like let's let's work together. Let's make a giant meme. All right. So back in 2015. Blue Box announced a horror game called Rewind. Uh, it delayed the playable teaser for this game because of uh, technical issues. Said it'll have uh, VR, then announced they canceled the VR, canceled the Kickstarter. You can find that information about the Kickstarter and stuff online. Like, this is a real thing back in 2015. Uh, said the game development is on halt, and they'll tell everyone that when the game development continues. Said they have uh, a new project, announces the game development had resumed, and then the game was never released. Website was deleted. Still in 2015, they announced a PC exclusive horror game called The Last Tape. The lo- yeah, The Lost Tape, not Last. The Lost Tape uh, said that they uh, will stream gameplay soon. The game never came out, deleted from the web. The, the website was once again deleted. Announced another new horror game, The Whisper, come you know coming out in June 2017. Game never came out. 
Uh, and then in 2018, announced a multiplayer horror game called Unseen Unseen Faces. Game never came out. 2019, releases a broken mobile app called The Tales of Six Swords. They stole an anime character art and made it the app icon. <laughs> That's hilarious. Said update is coming uh, to this non-working app. Remove the app from the store. And then in 2020, releases a uh, horrible horror game called The Haunting. And it is on Steam right now. You can find this. That on- is a very bad game. I've seen it before. Yeah, it's on Steam right now. And it has 100% negative reviews, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, they and they have removed the buy option on that. Um, says a big update's coming soon. Delays the update. The update was never released. They quit development and gave the game to uh, another uh, studio to finish it. That fake studio didn't finish development either. And now in 2021, we have the new horror game abandoned. Said that it has a PS5 real time app to be released at you know August 10th, of course. Said they had technical issues and resolved the app. Delayed this supposed app. So all that information, all that tells me is just there is some bigger picture here that people are on the trail of and whatnot because if this company came out in 2015 and they've had that many issues, how are they still running? Like on a financial level, there is now a possible way for this company to still be running for six years with so many failures and nothing officially or completely released. Right. Like the... Like this company is obvious has to be some sort of scapegoat or something by Kojima by whoever because on a financial level and just thinking of that company cannot run yeah because there's no possible way they, since literally everything has failed that you just stated off yep we're never finished they have no way to pay their employees exactly and you know involving that. One thing you got to realize where it, this has to be like a scapegoat, that this has to be Kojima or something, is for them to get this playable teaser app on PlayStation 5, for PlayStation 5 to put, you know, and Sony to push this, Yeah, they have to pay Sony a lot of fucking money to do that. And Sony was also a big company, and may, they, maybe they would just take the money, like, sure, we, you're obviously a failing company, but we'll just take your money. But right. I don't feel like Sony... Well, again, they might, but I don't feel like Sony would push for something like that with the track record of this company. Exactly. And, you know, I point I, I point something similar like that out probably like a month ago on this show where I was like, isn't it kind of weird that Blue Box gets like this special app for their game and stuff, but no one else does? Yeah. And, and seeing this track record that's dug up, it further raises that question. Man, like, I don't, like, what the hell is going, like, just, can we go ahead and get this over with? Like, no. Like, like what is, like, see, one the thing is, what is going to actually happen? Are we actually going to get the reveal where it's like, oh, it's Kojima, it was me all along, where it's like, you know, it's like, it was me, Dio. You know, are we going to get that sort of situation, or is Blue Box just going to disappear? I mean, at this point, like, we have no idea, because, I mean, as we said, Kojima's done crap like this before. Yes. But Moby was, Dick Studio. But that was when he was still with uh, Konami. Konami. Yep. So Konami still had some reins on it, so probably pulled it back. Kojima's on his own now and right. doing his own thing. So Kojima could take this for who knows how long till he finally feels like it's enough. Because, I mean, look at Death Stranding. We knew nothing about Death Stranding until, like, released. And then we got what we got. Yeah, see, the funny thing about Death Stranding is that, you know, with everything that we got, like, leading up to it, it was just, like, literally set up as it's a game where you literally deliver packages. Yes. And everyone leading up to the game is like, all right, so what What? What more is it? And then you get the game, it's like, oh, shit, okay, so the game is literally just Deli- you delivering, delivering packages. packages. 
Now, involving Konami, one little tidbit that I came across that was very interesting, and I wish I could think, I wish I had the name of the podcast here in front of me. Uh, Hassan was recently on a podcast, probably like a, a few weeks ago or a month ago. Okay. And uh, whatever that podcast is, that particular episode, Konami happened to sponsor it. That's some shit. Yeah, they happen to, you know, because, you know, that, that it, you know, people will do that. Like, one day, hopefully, we'll get a sponsor where it's like, this episode was sponsored by, insert name here. Yeah, Konami in, uh, spon- happened to sponsor the episode that he was on. So, just a little fun fact. That's, this is this is weird, man. This is sus. <laughs> yeah, that's super weird and coincidental if yeah. it is. But, yeah, no, this whole thing is just a shit show at this point. I love it. There, I'm there, not going to lie. <laughs> there is no breaks on the shit show that is possibly Kojima-fueled. Yes. Um, And the worst fact is that we can't... Yes, Kojima has done stuff like this, but because it is Kojima, there's a chance that he has no way involved involved in this besides he caught wind of it and went, sure, I'll throw friggin' wood on that fire. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm loving this. I really am. I legitimately, I'm I'm having the best time following this story because it's just so funny. It's just so stupid. And I, I, I got to further say, man, with how much Blue Box has like played into this whole thing where they've made a lot of references, you know, that they're linked to Kojima in some yeah. capacity. If they actually are just legitimately an indie studio and Kojima's not involved in the slightest, like I said last episode or the episode before, I don't know. I'm not going to feel bad if this game flops. I mean, even if it does flop, it makes no sense. Because if Kojima isn't involved, it means they have some freaking bankroller who apparently owns a damn country and can keep a game studio alive for six years <laughs> right. that is absolutely failing. Right. Left and right, man, failing. So, Man, this is this is it is a fun story. This is not the story out of 2021 that I thought that I would be the most like involved with right now. But I'm like I'm put I'm putting the cap on, man. I'm digging. I want to know more all the time. This is fun. This is fun. Um, I I don't know when we'll get another update because uh, when it came to like this uh, this app whatever the way they have it set up from what I saw I haven't actually been on it myself is uh, like it's like multiple like boxes on the main menu of different options you can select where one of them is like highlighted. It's like a gameplay trailer, whatever, and it's still locked right now. Mm-hmm. So all there is currently is the little intro thing. So I'm curious if more is going to actually be added or if we're just going to watch this all just disappear, you know, and or is, or is the curtain finally going to get pulled off this stupid fucking situation? I don't know. It, it's been a fun situation to follow, though. This has been a, the, the biggest fucking meme, and I'm here for it. I'm still hard. I'm putting my hard money on the fact that this is Kojima and Silent Hill. I'm 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 fully on board with this. I really believe that's what this is. If it's not, I mean, whatever. It doesn't it didn't affect me because I, I like yeah. I, as I've said before, I've never played Silent Hill, and if this is Silent Hill, I probably won't play it. But I'm I'm hard set that this is Silent Hill and Kojima. I'm so invested in this situation, I can't pull out now. I mean, the only really bad thing about all this in truth is just like. Yes, we had this giant ghost trail or whatever you want to call it, which... Breadcrumbs. Yeah. <laughs> and the only thing bad about it is this will be connected to Blue Box and then whatever Abandoned ends up being. So if the game ends up bombing anyways, <laughs> there's just going to be such a fucking firestorm. Yes. I, I will say, back to the point of if they are a legitimate studio or whatever, I do think because of also the track record that this has happened, you know, they've had, 
that this is pro- this was probably going to be the final straw for the company. If this if they're legitimately an actual company yeah. and all this goes up in flames and whatever, I I would never expect to hear this the name of this company again except for us looking back at 2021 and how much we sh- I I would think this is it. But also when it comes to the situation, you would think that with how much of a shit storm it's been, you would think Sony would do something about this because this makes them look bad. It's a PS5 exclusive, yeah. you know. So that's why I'm dead set that you know th- this is Kojima. They're letting Kojima just have fun. <laughs> like I'm convinced. But uh, that's everything that we had on here for the script this week. Um, you know, lo- some fun talking points for sure with Blue Box and GTA and the Pokemon stuff and you know new you know. Indie World recap and Remedy News. Fuck you, Jimmy. Uh, you know, Black for Blood, of course. Um, but, I mean, looking forward to uh, the Pokemon Presents this upcoming week. 28 minutes, that is a beefy one. You know, right at 8 o'clock in the morning for us, so that's exciting. Uh, kick things off uh, that day in, in, in a great way. Hoping to actually hear some news out of this GTA trilogy sometime in the near future. I don't know when. And uh, like I said, next week, uh, John will for sure be on uh, Tales of Arise demo, talk about there. I'll give my first thoughts on Madden 22 and how the franchise is and if it's uh, if it's a game that you guys should pick up immediately like I am or do what I've done for the past five years and wait to Black Friday where it's on sale for 27 bucks. So I'll make sure to let you guys know that. Uh, I'm, I'll try to hop in and go to Shima uh, next like Friday or maybe Saturday morning before the show. No promises. I'll probably just be playing Madden if I if I know myself the way I do. I'm very much in a football mode. As of today, when we recorded this, was the Bears' first preseason game, and Justin Fields looked phenomenal. And I'm here for it. It's going to be a good time. Looking forward to playing that game. Uh, Zach, do you have any last thoughts on anything that we talked about here today? I mean, no, not really last thoughts on anything besides the firestorm that's coming hopefully in the next couple months <laughs> yeah yeah um and along with next week depending on how the show runs and everything may have some thoughts on humankind as well so yeah that's right that's right that's like the the civ light game you said yep. yeah okay well i mean hopefully you guys enjoy this episode um yeah i had fun uh i i i might check out boyfriend dungeon it, it's caught my <laughs> curiosity it's so bizarre this it, is how helpful <laughs> boyfriend got a freaking craze is people just kept on going Dating pigeons? Right, right. Um, but anyway, Zach, do you have any last thoughts to finish off the show here? I'm just going to say like, comment, rate, subscribe, whatever your platform allows. If you are watching us on YouTube, hit, uh, hit that subscribe if you like what's going on. And if you really lo- like what's going on, you can hit the bell so it notifies you whenever one of our videos or clips goes up. And it does help. Us. Thank you. Yeah, and that is at youtube.com forward slash sparky three like i said hopefully you guys had a great time today uh, i know i did looking forward to next week for sure we got a lot of good stuff coming out here in the near future make sure you go check out the clips if you don't have time to sit here and you know, watch the full episode every single week we do have the clips that we're posting up on youtube so you make sure to go check out those we're just little snippets of the news that we pick out that's kind of the most notable stuff or funny moments uh you know comment down below any of your thoughts on anything that uh, has popped off here with any of the news we've recently been starting to get some comments that's been really cool i had fun interacting with a couple people uh so definitely comment below we'd greatly appreciate that and like he was saying subscribe to the channel let's keep it growing uh be a friend tell a friend that you're listening we'd greatly appreciate that uh with that said go bears shout out to the bears shout out to justin fields looking forward to playing madden 22 looking forward to playing uh ghost of shima and uh until next time guys have a good one bye